Hello and welcome to what? Sorry, I've just you... just seen the first line. It's an innovative pop-up terrain. Ooh. <laughs> do, right. do carry on. We will start over. Hello and welcome to the Unlucky Frog Gaming Podcast. You are joined by your two usual hosts here, Tom Mannering. Hello. And myself, Josh Harley. Tom Mannering's uh, pseudonym this week is I Need a Bath. You do need a bath. No, uh, oh, shut up, you. Um, <laughs> how, how have you been? I'm all right, thank you very much. Yeah, I've, uh, I was a bit unwell at the start of the week, uh, mm. but I am I'm fighting. Well, I'm not fighting. I've never been fighting fit. I'm functional. <laughs> Uh, yes. <laughs> <again>. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm good to go. Uh, good. Once more, which is nice. It's I got that nice little. You know when you get ill and like it's kind of rough for a few days, but then you feel yourself getting better and like just that period of feeling like you're getting better is like you've never felt that good before in your life, even though you're arguably worse than you would normally be. Uh, the thing I always get when I'm ill, I like. I, I, it's normally like if I've got a really bad cold and I'm just so bunged up, I'll just think to myself. I am never going to take breathing normally for granted ever again. And then I forget all about the experience yep. like, in a matter of days. Yeah, and take it for granted immediately. Yeah. No, that's exactly it. And, and that's kind of where I'm at at the moment, which is, uh, it's not a bad place to be at, to be fair. I'm, cool. it's, it's better than the alternative, but I'm good. Uh, how are you? Yeah, I'm grand. Thank you. I'm grand. We have uh, we have just finished recording our bonus episode. We have. So if you haven't checked that out already... Go, uh, go listen to it. Tom reviews uh, the Vox Machina novel that has uh, recently come out from Critical Role. Yeah, Kith so... and Kin. Go and check it out and uh, buy the book if you haven't. <laughs> yeah. Spoilers. Maybe, maybe check out so... check out the review first, then buy the yeah. book. Yeah. Spoilers. Tom liked it. So yeah. <laughs> there we go. There we go. So no, I'm 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 grand. Thank you. I'm just trying to think what I've been up to since we last spoke. Um, I mean, gaming wise, I had I had guests over at my new house last night. I'm sorry to hear that. Well, <laughs> no guests are a good thing, Tom. <laughs> okay, okay, we celebrated yeah. this. What did you do with your guests? Yeah, we, we played uh, Magic: The Gathering Commander. Yay! Something new and exciting for you. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I like what I like, and that's fine. Did you win? Uh, uh, I won one of the games, yeah. yeah. I, I was mixing it up with different decks, and I won the game where I was playing with my Krenko, like, uber-aggressive goblin deck. Well so, yeah. But it was, uh, uh, Chris, Chris won the other two games, so it was... Okay. Um, it was good and our pal Jace came over as well he doesn't play Magic the Gathering but it's been we were saying we're all friends from like sixth form uh, an art college and uh, we were saying we couldn't we were struggling to remember the last time the four of us were actually all hanging out together so it was just it was just a nice moment you know yeah what a nice pure moment I'm not going to ruin in any way for once (laughs) oh thank you yeah I appreciate that I appreciate that I'll let you have it um, but yeah, that's um, otherwise. I picked up some uh, Black Friday deals today, oh, gaming-wise yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, I've got um, I've got a discounted copy of Mysterium and Ticket to Ride Europe. So 
they'll be hopefully winging their way to me soon. Nice. So, I, I also made a Black Friday purchase, uh, but mine was not uh, gaming related. It was uh, technology related. I got myself a new soundbar. <laughs> hey, excellent. Excellent. Uh, yeah, I thought I'd I saw that on sale. I'm, I'm not buying stuff at the moment because obviously I'm, I'm moving flat and I'm like, it's just mm-hmm. more stuff to move. But I was like, soundbar's fine. Soundbar's not that big. Yeah. I can live with that. Good stuff. So, yeah, it's, it's been exciting for me. Uh, cool. Uh, I don't really have much to talk about gaming-wise, to be honest. I've done a couple of uh, role plays. Actually, mm-hmm. I have one small thing I suppose I can uh, quickly mention. Mm-hmm. On Sunday, this coming Sunday, the day this episode releases, in fact, uh, I will be doing some in-person tabletop Pathfinder Gaming for the first Whoa. time in nearly two years. Yeah. Wow. Is this the finale? Yeah, this is the finale of Age's End. Uh, so I've all but finished, uh, in, and when this goes live, I hopefully will have finished uh, all the preparation for it. Otherwise, I'm probably very stressed right about the time you're listening to this. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll be uh, we'll be doing the finale uh, in person. The, the last game I will run in this flat as well, so it's a bit of a Oh, a, 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 bit a of sentimental sort yeah. of a first nice and a last. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that'll be uh, that'll be bittersweet. But no, I'm really looking forward to it. Seeing people in person, gaming around the table. Yeah. Uh, my new house doesn't have a lot of gaming space. Uh, I've come for something just a bit cozy because I'm not really running stuff at home at the moment. Yeah. Uh, so I've got enough room to like run it, like play a, a board game. But I don't think I'll have enough room to run like proper full on. You know. Mm-hmm. Four by four, uh, Warhammer or or things. So I'll have to go elsewhere for those for a while. Uh, but yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be nice to to do a bit of gaming in house and uh, and enjoy. Yeah, you do have something else gaming related to talk about because I? I have seen on Facebook that our mutual friend who has been painting your Gene Steeler cults for you has. Uh, I don't know if that's a lot of them, but it's, it's finished a big chunk of them anyway. So yeah, no. So yeah, my my Gene Steeler cults are well underway uh, at the moment. I've been getting a lot of updates this week uh, mm-hmm. with stuff being painted. My uh, my abominations uh, or abhorrence, I can't remember what they're called now. Uh, the big muscly dudes uh, yeah. are are all done. Uh, a good chunk of the the standard cultists are all done as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's been it's been really nice actually. I've been getting a lot of updates and uh he sent me a picture of like all of them together as well so far which was awesome and i think yeah a few of them went on facebook as well the the, the family photo yeah. i like to call it it's it's such uh it's so weird because when i paint things i do them in very drab very mm. sort of dark colors just i just do i don't know why yeah. i just always have done that's your style yeah and like seeing uh will's style is so different to mine like it's mm-hmm. so so bright and like even you know even though they're kind of gross uh it's very vibrant and part of it is the color scheme i picked because i picked a uh, twisted helix which is kind of a, a very light blue and orange which is you it's know, your classic gene yeah. steeler cults uh but yeah they are they're very very bright which is awesome like i'm, I'm mm-hmm. super i'm super happy with how they're coming on and i'm looking forward to, to seeing the the collection finished uh, yeah it's, it's really good of him to paint them for me as well so I'm very grateful very humbled <laughs> excellent excellent good to see you humbled um, <laughs> <laughs> shots fired Mo- moving on um yeah we have um we have a couple of things to talk about this week first of all 
a follow-up from our main topic of uh, conversation in last week's episode. So if you haven't listened to that, go back, go listen to it. Basically, this is regarding um, an incident where a, a competitor at a Warhammer 40,000 tournament was wearing uh, Nazi symbology. Um, we, we share all of our thoughts on, on the whole thing on that episode, so I'd encourage you all to just to hit pause, go listen to last week's episode if you haven't done already. Now, and I said this in the uh, show notes because the day after we recorded that episode... Games Workshop, actually, whilst the statement doesn't explicitly um, reference this particular event... It's pretty uh, obviously related to it. Exactly, right. So uh, we're going to link that uh, below, but I'm I'm just going to get some uh, snippets from the statement. I'm just going to read them verbatim, and then we'll, we'll share our thoughts. So here goes... There are no goodies in the Warhammer 40,000 universe. None. Especially not the Imperium of Man. The Imperium of Man stands as a cautionary tale of what could happen should the very worst of humanity's lust for power and extreme, unyielding xenophobia set in. Like so many aspects of Warhammer 40,000, the Imperium of Man is satirical. For clarity, satire is the use of humour, irony or exaggeration displaying people's vices or systems flaws for scorn, derision and ridicule. Something doesn't have to be wacky or laugh out loud funny to be satire. And they go on to say, certain real world hate groups and adherence to historical ideologies better left in the past sometimes seek to claim intellectual properties for their own enjoyment and to co-opt them for their own agendas. We've said it before, but a reminder about what we believe in. We believe in and support a community united by shared values of mutual kindness and respect. Our fantasy settings are grim and dark, but that is not a reflection of who we are or how we feel the real world should be. We will never accept nor condone any form of prejudice, hatred, or abuse in our company or in the Warhammer hobby. If you come to a Games Workshop event or store and behave to the contrary, including wearing the symbols of real-world hate groups, you will be asked to leave. We won't let you participate. We don't want your money. We don't want you in the Warhammer community. So and it then goes on just to um, just to invite people, organizers of tournaments and uh, clubs to join them in that stance as well. So uh, you you linked this to me the day it came out after we had recorded. But you know, what are your thoughts on this, Tom? I I both love it and hate it. I hate it that they've had to say it. Uh, yeah. Is, is the honest truth of it, but I love what they've said. And I think what, disregarding a lot of it, not that, not that we should, but just sort of glancing over a lot of it, the thing that really kind of stands out to me and that I, I, I'm going to commend Games Workshop for it is the whole we don't want you thing. We don't want your money. We don't want your participation. Like That is a, as much as it seems obvious, for a company to turn around and actively say we do not want your money, 
is a, is a ballsy things to do. Even yeah. even for hate groups, you are you're turning away the very thing that that you know keeps your lights on, and it is a very marginal, it is a very small percentage of uh, Games Workshop's you know fan base, um, as as well it should be. You know it should be zero, um, but I think it's to their mm-hmm. credit that they've taken such a hard stance. You know it's it's one thing to to talk the talk and just say you know we don't we don't encourage this kind of behavior you know we don't uh, allow this kind of thing to events but actually turn around and saying you won't participate we don't want your money and we don't want you in the community is is a strong stance to take and i, I do commend them for it yeah absolutely I, I really like the fact that it is absolutely unambiguous as to what they mean by this if you are a member or uh, you you follow the uh, beliefs of hate groups you will be excluded from the business from the hobby from the community mm-hmm. um the I, I think i said on the day when you sent it over to me it's a, it's a sorry state of affairs when a, a company has to say see this thing that we make which is clearly satire this is indeed satire this is not what we feel or how what we mean um but uh and the other thing i really like about the statement as well is that you know, inviting other organisations to to join them, and I think this is hopefully acts to really empower um, empower those communities, empower those event organise uh, organisers to you know take a hard line and take a stance. And one of the things about the um, the incident that happened in Spain um, was ultimately they were saying it would be against Spanish law for us to exclude this individual based on their beliefs. Well, mm-hmm. now they've got some actual backing. It is you know an explicit policy of Games Workshop that these individuals are not included, so they can re- make reference to that now. Uh, I'm, I, I think they could have made reference to that previously, to be fair, but there we go. So the time was, it's a long time ago now, but the time was that Games Workshop didn't really support third-party events at all. Like yeah. they, they wouldn't sponsor them. They wouldn't give prize support. You know, they wouldn't uh, send staff to to judge events and things like that the way they do nowadays. I remember when I worked for uh, a private toy shop. This is going back twenty years probably, mm-hmm. uh, and we tried to get we stocked Games Workshop events and we planned a. a a small tournament in a hotel across the road from the shop mm-hmm. and we had direct links to games workshop because we bought from them directly yeah um, yeah and they were yeah we had a games workshop rep and we said to them you know could we get some support for this could we get you know prize support or even some promotional material we, or something yeah we were flat out told no we don't do that um and we had to kind of fund it ourselves and and you know prize supported ourselves and that that is a long time ago um but it's good to see that Games Workshop are not only now supporting these people in product and, and linking with them, but also supporting them in principle, you know, and mm-hmm. in, in saying, you know, not only do we want you to be part of the events that we do and, and encourage your events, but we want you to espouse the same values and behaviours that, that we're saying we, we support. And, and as I said mm-hmm. on last week's episode, you know, I do feel for the guys that, that had that happen at their event, they were stuck in a bit of a a no-win situation to some degree uh, because of the laws of, of uh, their local area and and as we said you know they're just a bunch of people running a club they're not really this is a little bit outside of their their field of expertise um, but I hope that 
people who do run events can draw from this statement and maybe even just say you know just be aware that all our events are in line with games workshops um statement and you know yeah refer to this and then you've yeah. got a at least you've got a point of reference yeah it's 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 like i think as you said it's sad that they've even had to go out their way to make this statement in the first place but what they're saying is really encouraging and hopefully this nips some of this in the bud now and uh you know we don't have to deal with this going for well the the extent that we have to deal with this is turning people away rather yeah. than them playing you know legal limbo with us so yeah uh good good, good on them all around basically on games workshop all around it's it's so frustrating because i was this is slightly unrelated but mm. i was on a completely unrelated youtube channel the other day uh yeah and the guy was not talking about games workshop he was talking about something completely unrelated to hobby but he is interested in uh, games workshop stuff yeah um and i just happened to glance at the comments which is you know to my own detriment uh and there was so much hate towards games workshop you know their prices their tactics and things like that. now we we have come on here and and plenty of times we have condemned especially me has condemned mm -hmm. games workshop for for certain things you know i don't like models i don't like price increases i don't like you know the way they've released something you know i don't like formal crap like that but when it counts when it counts with stuff like this when it counts with stuff like paying their employees full wages during furlough games workshop mm -hmm. has shown on multiple occasions they're not a bad company you know they, there's they certainly a lot worse out there let's face it yeah they might and i'm not saying you know they they should be celebrated universally but i'm saying as you say there's a lot worse out there and there's mm. a lot a lot of companies doing a lot less you know point you want to point fingers you start looking at places like blizzard you know that's where you want to that's where you want to have your attention i mean that's for. getting messed up now yeah. like uh, uh, my pal chris when he was over last night was telling me apparently like so sony microsoft and nintendo have all like come out and said this really isn't on we're yep. considering like completely blacklisting you yep. so that that's huge but that's also not tabletop related. No. So moving on, moving on. <laughs> no, but it's 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 a point of reference, you know. When yeah, I appreciate price hikes suck and and four more tactics are are shitty, and I hope Games Workshop do move past them. But when it comes to the what is, let's be honest, the important stuff, you know, paying people's livelihoods and uh, excluding hate mongers, mm -hmm. you know, they're doing the right thing. And and yeah, okay, you can say it's just words on a page, but some pretty strong words and i think if if push comes to shove they would back them up with action so mm -hmm. it goes to the credit good yeah absolutely absolutely so uh following on from that and linked to the uh tabletop wargaming hobby we have an interesting uh news story and shady here. tactics as well yeah so <laughs> uh, so uh, i actually I got a message from Ben uh, last week about this and he made reference to a Kickstarter project which I'd seen advertised on uh, Facebook previously. Now what's happened is there is um, some of our listeners may be familiar with the YouTube channel Tabletop Titans. Um, it's uh, They basically do um, live playthroughs of uh, tabletop war games 
most commonly Warhammer 40k. Uh, they have done some Age of Sigma and Star Wars Legion, amongst other things. Um, they've done like a, a Christmas, I think it was a Christmas special where they did Munchkin 40k or something like that. But by and large, it's it's you know tabletop war games with miniatures and notably with terrain. Now, long-time listeners may remember us at some point, I can't mind if it was earlier this year or tail end of last year, where we were talking about a Kickstarter called Upzone. This is a Kickstarter project for pop-up terrain made of you know, reinforced card. Um, go back, find the episode... And listen to what our thoughts on that were. They're not. We might touch on them later on when we're talking about this, but they're not really relevant for what's happened. Um, what is relevant is that Upzone had issued a limited number of prototypes to a select group of content creators, one of which was Tabletop Titans. And I actually remember watching the episode, or I think it was a couple of episodes where they actually used the Upzone terrain and put it through its paces, uh, as it were, and shared their thoughts on it. Flash forward to earlier this week, and uh, Tabletop Titans have launched a Kickstarter. Uh, You've got the Kickstarter in front of you there, uh, Tom. Do you want to tell us uh, about it? Yeah, sure. So, (laughs) Tabletop Titans are launching their very own Titans terrain. Pop-up terrain for tabletop games like Warhammer. The easiest, fastest, and most affordable way to level up your tabletop gaming. Introducing Titans Terrain, an innovative pop-up terrain set <laughs> designed for games of Warhammer 40,000 Age of Sigmar and more. Do, do you want me to go on or should I just stop? No, I mean, uh, guys, we're, we're gonna, what we're going to do is in the show notes, we're going we're gonna to post links to both projects so that you can call for yourself. But I think it's pretty black and white as far as we're concerned. As to So, to, like, just to sort of round this out, obviously a lot of people were getting in touch with the, the people who, uh, who, uh, were behind, who were behind Upzone. So I'm, I'm going to read their statement from uh, Facebook, uh, that they posted to Facebook. I'm going to read the whole thing, so bear with us. So. When was Important- this posted? Sorry? When was it posted? Uh, It was posted 18th of November. Okay. So, uh, last week at some point. So, important statement. Hey, Upzone pop-up terrain fans. We thank you all for all of your kind support. We uh, We have a very important statement that we wanted to make known immediately. We wanted to post an update about a recent Kickstarter project, Titans Terrain, and some of the comments we have been receiving about it. We are in no way affiliated with Tabletop Titans or their product. We are not working on their terrain or publishing their terrain. Tabletop Titans were one of a very small handful of content creators we contacted and they expressed excitement and interest in Upzone and requested we send them a sample prototype copy. We then mailed them an early reviewer sample copy of our Cathedral Zone last year while we were running our campaign for Upzone. And since then, we never received our prototype back and never heard anything back from the Tabletop Titans team. We really appreciate the exposure that the amazing content creators that did review our product gave us as it helped our campaign out a great deal. 
We're a small indie company who work very hard to spread the word about our products, so all help is very appreciated. However, it is surprising and extremely upsetting to the Everything Epic team, sorry, that's the company behind Upzone, and Upzone's designer to see such a similar project released from a group of people in the world that we trusted with one of our prototypes, giving them access to a very early copy of the product we designed, developed, play tested and promoted with our blood, sweat and tears for a very long time. We expected to see some competing products released after the success of our Kickstarter for Upzone pop-up terrain, and we welcome it. However, we are shocked and very disappointed that Tabletop Titans had chosen to emulate our product so closely. Even name conventions such as their expansion Cathedral Square, which is extremely similar to our Cathedral Zone, all the while having access to an actual copy of our product before release. While it is impossible to know whether they did start work on their project, uh, product before our Kickstarter, they most certainly should have disclosed they were working on a very similar product before agreeing to review and promote our product upzone and accept one of our very few costly sample copies, which we over, uh, overnighted them during our Kickstarter campaign. Once again, we, the Everything Epic team, thank each and every one of you for your support and look forward to getting the Upzone pop-up terrain system into your hands as soon as possible. If you have any questions, please feel free to comment below, send us a message, and you can always email us. Thank you, the Everything Epic team. So, there's two situations here that I can see, and both of them paint... Uh, Titan's terrain in a really shitty light. Mm -hmm. Scenario number one is they were working on this prior to receiving their copy of Upzone, decided not to disclose the fact that they were... And, and just to clarify, this is the better of the two. Decided yes. <laughs> not this, is, to, this, this is giving them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Decided not to tell the people that were supplying them this prototype that they were working on a very similar pro project and idea which we've got to assume was in an even earlier stage of development uh, at that point so they would have been earlier in their development than Upzone were yeah. uh, so really should have been telling them that hey we're actually doing something very similar and we're like six months behind you on it um, decided not to tell them and have basically in very bad faith gone forward with it regardless potentially taking ideas from what they got from Upzone. That's the best case scenario. The worst case scenario, and what I suspect, although this is purely my opinion and is conjecture, is that they have seen this, realized there is profit to be made here, and have began their own project off the back of it. Now, whether or not their project is better and has taken learnings from Upzone is a matter of debate and not something I can comment on because I don't have either to compare mm -hmm. them. Um, but even then, that is in bad faith. You know, it's it's just, a, especially when you are one of a small group of people that are given something to sample, and then you mm -hmm. turn around and just do such like. I could not imagine doing this to someone. This this to me is is a deplorable thing to do to, especially to a small indie company as well. I I understand they've had success and profit on Kickstarter, and more power to them for it. That's Upzone I'm talking about. Yes. Screw screw these guys, right? Um, <laughs> just to, just to be blunt on my my opinion, 
Um, but to then turn around and and basically steal their idea, right? You're, it's plagiarism, really. Uh, you could put a spin on it, you can improve it, you can make it slightly different, although Cathedral Zone to Cathedral Square is not really much of a difference. You know, it's, <laughs> I'll copy your homework, it'll be fine. Um, levels of, you know, comparison. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think this is bad practice. Like, this... I don't know this this group at all, but if I was a fan of theirs, I would I wouldn't be anymore. Yeah, and I suppose this is I suppose where I come in because I um, certainly was a fan, albeit in the last few months I have not been watching as much anywhere near as much of their content as I had previously, just because moving a house takes up a lot of time. So uh, and yeah, it. <sighs> But, yeah, this is really disappointing from my point of view. I mean, part of the reason why I enjoyed their content so much was because, oh, these seem like, you know, these seem like genuinely good guys. And this is not a genuinely good guy thing to do at all. There's, there's in, no, in, in any respect, there in is any no scenario. Spin. There's no way you can make this good for them. And like, and like so Upzone acknowledged the fact that they were anticipating similar products coming out. And I, I, I think that was smart, smart of them to anticipate that, right? It's, uh-huh. I, I, it's funny reading the comment section underneath that statement because everyone becomes like a copyright and patent lawyer, like, and has given them their two cent of ah, this is far too, uh, not nowhere near specific enough. I, I have no idea where the legality, what it is. I, I, my suspicion is that it is indeed like too generic to like try and patent or copyright or whatever. Um, I would so be they're not going st- to see if they have a stance, though. Given the fact that they supplied them with a prototype, I suppose there's a degree of did they take any precautions? As well? and, and I'm not pointing fingers at, at Upzone here by any any stretch of the imagination. No. I'm just curious: did they take any steps to protect their product? Well, this is it. I, I have no idea how um, patent law works. Not like, me I, I, I've, I've got a feeling like just trying to patent pop-up terrain for use for miniatures war games is going to be way too generic to actually mm-hmm. stand so yeah um I, I think it i think it was a fair a, a safe assumption on their part that someone else was going to come along and do a very similar project and probably from their point of view that's fine we've got there first mm-hmm. but uh, for someone who like a group that have a big following online they, they're one of the biggest if not the biggest Warhammer forty thousand channel on YouTube. Yeah. So they've got a lot. They've got a lot of ears listening. Uh, listening to them. So, you know, it it is it it's it's crap behaviour. It really hurts your like, and and I'm going to sound a bit corporate here, but it just hurts your branding so mm-hmm. much. You know, like this is, I, I I would love to be a fly on the wall in this in this room when this was discussed. Like, mm-hmm. did someone sit there and go, do you know, we're really building up, like, a really good brand at the moment, you know, really really generating a lot of positive interest, you know, we've had some, some companies come to us and supply us with things to test out and showcase, and we've got attention for them and attention for us, do you know what we should really do, let's just f*** them over, let's just, like, publicly give it to them real hard and reap the rewards <laughs> of that. <laughs> 
Because that's what the discussion has to have been, right? Like, there's... there's so many ways they could have gone about it. They could have gone like, "Oh, we really like this product. Why don't we like work together on something, that's... and we could we can put our label on it, and right? you guys can make something for us." Like, you know? we really like what you've done here. We've got a really cool idea for like something you could do. Because there are, I've looked at the two sets, and some of theirs do look visually distinct, right? Mm-hmm. Like. In, in how they actually look because you know, we've got a cool idea for like a set that could look like this could we maybe collaborate with you on that and like you we could sponsor it uh, and you know we could you know sh- share the profits I don't know how you set these kinds of things up right but you can share the profits come on, to some sort of business side. arrangement yeah. about it um, yeah. and you know we'll we'll continue to sponsor and promote it and you know you'll have our name on it as well and, and both sides win and, and maybe we can do future collaborations as well off the back of that you know and this, this, there's a win-win situation here but don't don't just try and come in underneath them and and like how could you not see this coming everybody knows like it's so obvious it's not subtle you know they could not be visually more similar if you actually tried in in some areas um there are elements of theirs that are slightly different but for the most mm-hmm. part you know there's very recognizable similarities between both the concept and the the application like it's dumb it's dumb don't cheat in a stupid obvious way like if you're gonna be snidey and underhanded at least be smart about it right here's the thing what are the repercussions for titans really i mean like it doesn't seem like like um the the people behind upzone are going to try and take any legal action the thing is right okay there's potentially not going to be any financial ramifications in that way and there's not going to be a legal action but as i said there's a brand you know, they they are mm. a brand. And, okay, you can recover your brand, but just to reference what we were talking about earlier, do you think Blizzard's ever going to be seen the same? Mm. You know, do you think people like yourself, are you ever going to go back to these guys and see them the same way? I mean, I might watch their content again, but I'm certainly not going to. Because I was a paying member, and I, I, I didn't stop paying because of this event. I stopped paying a while back because I just wasn't watching as much of yeah. their content as I was. But uh, I'm certainly not going to give them money again. Yeah. You know, I I actually find this, and I think I mentioned on the episode where we talked about this, I actually find this as a concept quite interesting. I'm not sure if it's for me. I I like sort of solid terrain that I can, you know... Yeah, I mean, I I suppose we are going to get into our thoughts on the idea of pop-up terrain then. My concern is it's a bit too flimsy. Yeah. But, and and it's not... While it's cheaper than conventional terrain, it's not significantly cheaper. Yeah. Uh, but I, from uh, from the point of view of event organizers, great idea. Mm-hmm. You know, it collapses into a very small space. You can put it up really quickly, and there's no there's no um, making process. You don't have to paint this. You don't have to assemble this. Really, so. You know, con- conceptually, it's it's a good idea. It's a good idea for a reason. That's why Upzone did so well with it, right? Yeah. Like, I- I'm not ad- adverse to that, and it's perhaps not something I would have supported directly, but it's something, if I knew someone was like, oh, I want to play 40k, but I don't have the room to store terrain, I'd be like, oh, well, you know, you could look at flat pack yeah, terrain pop- that you yeah, can exactly. build up and stuff like that. I'm not going to be pointing them at these guys. You know, I'm not no. going to go, you should approach these snakes that underhanded it off someone <laughs> who trusted it with them, or alternative, you know, you can go with the, the people that actually pioneered the stuff. Yeah. And that's not to say, much like they've said there, there aren't going to be competitors. There there will be competitors, and there should be competitors. Mm. Because competition drives excellence, 
right? And that's that's not a bad thing. But it shouldn't be these guys, and it shouldn't be like this. Yeah. That's that's my issue with it. It's not that they don't necessarily have a right to do it. It's just that they shouldn't do it. You don't have mm-hmm. a right. You know, no one could say you can't hit on your neighbor's wife, but you shouldn't do it. <laughs> Interesting analogy, but I like it. I'll allow that. Um, yeah. <laughs> Just uh, for the sake of clarity, then, um, as far as I'm aware at this stage, um, Tabletop Titans haven't made any comment or acknowledged the similarity at all. Um, If they have, that's passed me by, and I haven't seen it, and I suppose we can update you in next week's episode. I suspect they will not, because they won't want to draw attention to it while the Kickstarter campaign is live. So I suppose if you do want to back it, you can go and back it. We're gonna we're gonna post both of the Kickstarter projects in the um, in the show notes so that you can see for yourselves and make your own judgment. And maybe you think we're completely wrong, and these are totally totally unique products. It's uh, it's interesting because I was having as we've been recording this, I've been kind of having a glance over the the comments on the uh, Titans Terrain kickstarter mm-hmm. and there's a lot of people that call in defense of them you know so maybe maybe we're the ones looking at this the wrong way but there's so many well, what people. is the defense though so i'll 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 read out a comment i won't is that like is it. is it along the lines of well you can't own pop-up terrain as so, in like you can't be the only guys who make it you, i'll read i'll read this comment from four days okay. ago I have to say it's, I'm extremely disappointed and I was like, oh, this is going to be about in the product. No. I'm extremely disappointed in the part of the Titans community, small as it may be, that has blown this up. It's shameful and Titans has not only created a lovely and well-made product but did it all in a legal and upstanding straightforward way. Legal? Ah, I'm not yeah. finished. Oh, okay. They have every right to make this terrain. They do. Right, mm-hmm. and I hope that Upzone will realize this and call the internet trolls off. Carry on, Titans. Love you. All right. Well, they've made their feelings clear on the matter. Um, uh, they have actually responded to one of the comments uh, on here as well. I can't see the original comment. I don't know if it's been deleted, but they have okay. replied directly. It says, uh, "I'm sorry you feel we've done something wrong here, but this is a manufactured drama. Nothing shady has happened here." We promoted a product for free, and we made our own product more than a year later. Our product has nothing at all to do with theirs, and they were far from the first to create pop-up terrain. I understand that some people are getting upset, but I am yet to be shown what we actually did that either hurt Upzone or benefited us here. So there's one of their responses. Okay, Okay. so they have they have acknowledged it then. Yeah. That's on there. If you want to see that, that's in the comments on their, uh, their Kickstarter. So they have acknowledged it. Uh, I don't agree with them, and I'm not being a troll. I I think they must know what they have done. They must have known what they were doing, and I think it's it's shady. And they can say nothing shady's happened here, but I think anybody who kind of takes even a glance at this in the scenario will see that something shady has happened here. It might be legal. It might be above board. It might be they have every right to do it, but as I said mm-hmm. earlier doesn't mean you should it is legal and i have every right to fart in a lift but uh, it doesn't mean i should just had to one-up my analogy didn't (laughs) (laughs) 
Is it worse to fart in a line lift or out on your neighbor's wife? Depends if you're your neighbor or not, I guess. Or so. how busy the lift is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and on that note, that <laughs> glorious note, that guys, th- let us know what your thoughts are on uh, all of the things that we've discussed uh, this episode. Um, are we dead wrong? I don't think we are, but no, yeah. We're never wrong. <laughs> Well, I hmm. dare the gods of the internet themselves to call us wrong. Wow. Okay. Well, what what we've got coming is your fault then. <laughs> um, anyway, as always, thank you very much for listening, and until next time, take care. Bye. Bye.